what up, what up, what up? This your boy Kojak. We back for another episode of the Follow Up Podcast. And today we're interviewing somebody that was already on the show, but we're talking about something that he's doing for the 309 area that haven't been done here, and uh, it's something I think that is going to continue to grow through the course of the upcoming years and be a big uh, movement as far as Peoria music goes and the whole uh, all the local areas around Peoria as well. So we have Shy Song right here. And first things first, man, appreciate you coming. Oh, yeah, no Coming problem. through for sure. Oh, yeah, appreciate you for having me. And uh, as I, I believe on the last one we did, you touched on the 309 Fest a little bit, saying you had something, something that plan. you was going to be doing. Yeah, you didn't yeah. say 309 Fest, but you had something going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, can you uh, tell my listeners uh, exactly what the 309 Fest is? Uh, basically, it's just a rundown of some of the... You know, I won't say like the best because there's some people that didn't get a chance to I get to connect with, but there's some really talented acts from the 309 area, not just Peoria, but we're talking Kiwani, Bloomington, Moline. So, uh, and it's not just one genre sticking to hip hop, it's EDM, it's rock, it's country. So, it's just uh, basically a, a rundown of the festival is the talent of the 309. And I have okay. 54, I originally had 54 acts booked. We had a couple, you know, things happen, they dropped out, but we still have over 50 acts at the moment performing. Okay. And um, what made you decide to even try to put together something so big with that many amount of artists from different genres? I just think that, uh, you know, I, I lived in Atlanta for almost two years and I came back and my goal was to get into booking not only myself, but other artists. And I was like, well... I just sat down and had a like really cool idea, came to me in my sleep type of thing, and I was like, well, let me see if I can make this happen. Talked to the uh, to the manager at the rail, real cool guy, and uh, just ended up making this happen. It was, I don't know, I just think it's good for the area. It's something that we need. I want to help revive the entertainment of this area. Okay. And um, how, how difficult, because the reason why, before I ask this question is, when the limelight hears hip-hop, they shy away from it, you know what I'm saying, a lot of rap. They do have an open mic uh, there on, I think, Wednesdays or something like that, but it's not real hip-hop-based. It's more country-based. Right, right. So how difficult was it for you to really pitch this type of idea when you have hip-hop involved as well as other genres? Uh, I think that, well, I would say because of my relationship with the rail, I've been booking with them for about maybe like four months now, five months, so... I think growing that relationship gave me the chance to be able to bring it out and show, like, I was just booking mainly hip-hop shows anyway. So them seeing that they were being successful and it wasn't, you know, anything too rowdy and it was just cool, cool environment, cool people, cool vibes. So uh, just getting that chance, that helped me bring that to him and he was very open-minded. Uh, Guthrie is a real good guy. Very open-minded to helping the area with local acts and he just thought that was a great idea when he heard it and it just we just went from there. Okay. So, um, can you talk a little bit about the process as far as you finding these artists, reaching out to them, the criteria or the requirements that you have for each act? Well, my main thing was the the first acts that I did book were people who I've worked with before, seen perform, so I know that they can come out and put on a good show, and also they have a following. So that was who I first came and reached out to. Then I kind of just went through Facebook and such and kind of like posted like, hey, anybody wants to perform or thinks that they have what it takes to be on or something, blah, blah, blah. People contacted me, and it was a lot of people who did contact me I was familiar with already, too, so that helped. 
And then there was a few people who I wasn't very familiar with, but they were uh, recommended to me. So with them being recommended, I, I feel like that gives them a higher chance than just an artist saying, hey, I, I'm dope. I should perform. You know what I mean? That's not very credible to me. But when I see fans hitting me up to say, hey, you should have this person on or these people on or this band, that shows credibility to me. Okay. And the reason I ask that is because when um, you go through the names, the more street rappers aren't really on here. So I would want to know, do they reach out to you and contact you about this opportunity? Or were some of those artists just sitting back, chill, just waiting on a call? I can't really say what they what was in their mind. I mean, I definitely seen some people, uh, you know, reach out to the Word Through Nine Meets page and reach out to my page and you know my personal page and say, "Hey, I should have been on this and blah blah." But none of them was really going out the way to contact me at that yeah. time. And then there was a few people who I have worked with before, and they didn't really professionally. They didn't do what I needed them to do. You know, some people like, "Oh, well, day before, I can't perform," or you know, things like that. And professionalism is the biggest thing for me because I like being able to juggle 54 different acts. I need people to be able to be able to work with me, you know, and I can't say I still picked, you know, there's still people I should have picked and there's people that, you know, that didn't get a chance that dropped out that kind of makes me like, dang, maybe I should have, you know, whatever their yeah. circumstances is, nothing against them. But now I have open things where I have to figure out how to make this work and that work. And then people still contacting me. So, I mean, it wasn't really more me going out and looking for or being against street rappers or because I mean I won't say my music is street but it's not necessarily always radio friendly you know what I mean we have a few artists on here that I wouldn't say is they're, they're not uh, mainstream so you know what I mean it's not necessarily uh it wasn't a pick and choose actually my criteria for it when I sat down with it was I wanted to pick this many DJs this many like hip hop artists, this many singers, and this many bands, and I kept it an even number. So some of the people who contacted me contacted me so quick that that just they was already right. But it was so once it hit that mm-hmm. limit, it was beyond my control. Yeah, because um, I look at artists like the Goonies, mm-hmm. maybe Sick Movement. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know Mr. Peoria. He talked to me about it. You know, I don't know if they reached out to you. We ain't got like get into like who did and who didn't. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I look at certain acts like that that kind of embody what Peoria music is. Like one of the favorites, like an LV who's rising, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I and like we could talk about that off air, but I really wonder if those guys took looked at this opportunity, seen it, because everybody's seen it. I mean, it was all over the internet. Yeah. It was like this is an opportunity for me to actually perform at home base, you know what I'm yeah, saying? On a higher level. Yeah. And then you it actually builds your audience because you're going to have fans from maybe rock bands or EDM, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, there for the opportunity. Exactly. So I definitely hope that a lot of those urban acts, when it push comes to shove, when this drops or when the uh, the show, uh, the 309 Fest happens, I don't want to see complaining mm-hmm. because, I mean, you gave everybody a lot of time. Yeah, definitely. To really make it happen. Well, there was there was some uh, artists that I've reached out to personally and I wanted to have on there and they just took took their time contacting me back and with something this this I guess there's so many people wanting to be on it there wasn't you know you can't be like oh I'm gonna take three days to contact you back because right, right. I'm I am who I am or maybe I'm just busy whatever it is but with that being said if someone contacts you then while I'm hitting you up someone hits me up at the exact same time I'm going first come first serve if they're good you know what I mean yeah. <clears throat> so that's like 
that was a couple of the artists that that I wanted to have on there who missed out on the opportunity because of their timing of reaching back. Mm, Peoria Wood. That's just what I call it. They're <laughs> too cool to, or they want to wait and see who else is going to be on there before, nah, they, get before they get involved yeah. and things like that. How um, <clears throat> Can you explain how pivotal this opportunity is for all the acts that are there to really showcase their talent because there are going to be some media people there that are going to cover the event as well as so everyone's going to bring their own type of fan base that's going to be different from someone else that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, my thing is, okay, like I said, I have artists coming from Kiwani. I have artists coming from Moline, from Bloomington, not just Peoria, you know, really embodying 309, not just the idea. Some people, you know, are so boxed into Peoria, like, oh, Peoria is 309, but it's really way larger than that. Mm-hmm. So um, going back to that, it's just basically – they have to understand um, that when you have an opportunity like this put in front of you and we have media coming out and things like that, there's a chance for you to gain a whole different audience. You're a rapper and you are and you have a show and you're doing it in front of an EDM audience, but just because they like EDM does not mean they don't like rap. Exactly. So that's the greatest thing about it is it's really an idea of unity. And even when I came up with the flyer, uh, when I contacted my guy, Carl Klein, uh, Ill Yourself, which shout out to him for doing all the graphics for us, he, I told him I wanted something to show me unity. That's it. And, you know, kind of had the backdrop of the city, as I'll show you right here or whatnot. But, you know, it just really gave me that that feel. And if you see something like this and don't know what it is, it makes you look at it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's, it's a great opportunity. We have, I mean, we got DJ Lavish on there. and He's probably one of the, you know, great, DJs from around here who really try to do something huge for the hip-hop scene. So I wanted to reach out to him. He gave me great opportunities to interview with them, you know, when they had Strictly Hip Hop and such. So wanted to reach out to him. I think that's, I mean, it's not like I was against anyone or yeah. for anyone. I just went to people I knew for sure what was with it and who contacted me back in time things, you know what I mean? Exactly. So how, um, as far as the set time, I know you don't, like, probably know that by heart, but how difficult is it to... <clears throat> you know, have an EDM, then a band, maybe rock band, then hip-hop. How do you, like, do the lineups to make it flow cohesively? When, especially when you don't know everyone's um, live live performance mm-hmm. as well. It, it's really, uh, I kind of just put it in the higher power's hands, to be honest with you, because what I did was when I first started getting the names of people who were booked, I was like, how am I going to, you know, pick the order? Because some of these people deserve to be in this position in that position so what i kind of did was just put names in the hat grab this name okay you're on day one you're on day two you're on day three and just went back and forth and forth until i tied everything up to get the this many hip-hop artists this many EDM, blah blah so once that was done i had a um i did a little survey so who you know see who has some following who can get their fans to vote for them and that's how i kind of decided the order you know what i mean so at the end of the day you know, I still aim to have whoever had the biggest, the most uh, votes were the ones who ended the nights off. So it, that that's another thing. There were some people who contacted me and was like, well, I feel like I should be here or there. And I was like, it's nothing personal against you at all. I, I Trust me, I believe in your talent. But, you know, they, people pushed, and they really wanted to have their fans, and that's good. It showed me. We had over a 1,000 responses mm-hmm. to just the survey. So the name got out there just from that. And that was also a little promo scheme as well, but it worked out really well to help the artists get their name out there, get the event name in people's ears and in their eyes and go from there. Well, you know. Okay. And how um how do you how many people you think's coming out so far that you can predict? 
We have over 200 tickets out at the moment. So, but, you know, but that being across three days that, you know, you know, if you do the math, it's roughly like 70 people per day or whatever. But, you know what I mean? That doesn't mean it could be a day where it could be a lot of people come to the door. We still have three days. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to show up to the door because they're going to hear about it. Hear about it, yeah. And it's early, you know, 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. each day. It's kind of early. Uh, Show starts at 7, but, you know, with, with something like this. And we're having, like... I don't know. I think that people want to come see. If you want to see somebody, you're gonna come see them. And mm-hmm. I, but my main thing is, I really want the fans to come see everybody. I don't want yeah. you to just come. Oh, I just want to come see my friend. I'm yeah, going home. Leave. Yeah. I want you Get to experience. Yeah, experience what's going on. Two rooms, great yeah. artists, also different genres. Yes, that's why, and that's the part of the reason why it closes at ends at twelve. Now, from twelve to two, we're gonna have actual little after party with the artists. You know, all they're gonna come hang out and then. We'll have, you know, fans come hang out with the artists and party, you know, have a good time. So well, Definitely. So, yeah, so I got me and Jordan, we're going to figure out how we doing the interview situation. We probably might wait to the, for the 12 to 2 Okay. for that as well. Yeah, because there's, <laughs> there's a lot of people to interview, so it's yeah. a... Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it's, it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a dope event mm-hmm. just because it, it's not done here, you know what I'm saying? And, and I think that, for especially the days you chose, like, what are, what are people doing? You know, the NBA Finals is over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think nothing else going on. <laughs> no, really? it's uh, like, and I mean, I, with, with the EDM genre, there is a, um, there's an actual festival called Electric Dance Festival or something like that. I don't know the exact name for it, but I know a lot, of, or Electric Forest. I'm sorry about that. Electric Forest. So a lot of people who are into that genre are going to be at that. But then it's so, I don't know exactly where it's at, but people won't, you know, if they don't travel, there's going to be here. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And there's people who have been putting in some work in the 309 for a while that are involved in this show. So I think that at the end of the day, it's worthwhile. Definitely yeah, worthwhile. I've never been to an EDM show, so. Yeah, it's it's I different. Mean, it's, I got to see. I got to see what that life's about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's different. You know, it's and once again, like, music, I feel like people have opinions and say, oh, this isn't good or that isn't good. But just because you doesn't like it, you don't like it don't mean it's not good. It's just not for you. Yeah. But there, I think that as, as a um, critic, you could actually sit and say, okay, that person has talent. This isn't necessarily something I'll listen to, but this, you can see the talent as a musician or as a producer, blah, blah, blah. You know yeah. what I mean? Or even because just me knowing hip-hop heads around Peoria, they don't listen to EDM. No, no. You know no. what I'm saying? They might have given it a shot, seeing people dance, do the EDM dances and stuff. <laughs> but as far as like being in an environment where that that is the topic for maybe a 15 minute set mm. and then a hip hop set, I don't think they have never done that before. No. You know, closest we get to <clears> is, <throat> um, I mean, if you went to, um, damn, what's an, uh, uh, summer camp? You may yeah. you gotta see Waka. Yeah. But that's not really <clears throat> authentic EDM, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of, he just put his little spin on it. Yeah, you and you would have had to wait around. If that's the only thing you wanted to see was Walker, you would have had to wait around, you know what I mean? And, you know, Run the Jewels, I actually just found out who Run the Jewels is, and I didn't realize that was Killer oh, Mike. Oh, man, Killer Mike, man. I'm so upset I'm about cast, that. Man. I'm so upset that I didn't and the know. the white dude, I forgot the white dude's name. I don't know his name, but I'm so upset but, I didn't know that. Like, yeah. I always saw that name on all these festivals, and I was like, I don't know who that is, whatever. But everybody kept talking about it. And it's like, yeah, it's rap. I was like, oh, okay. But they never mm-hmm. said who it was, yeah, who so I didn't was. look it into it. Yep. And I was like, oh, Killer Mike? Like, mm-hmm. I ain't that. Yep. I've been following that, Run the Jewels for a minute now. That's Ever crazy. since they did, like, they did, like, a cat song. 
mm. in like 2014 or something with like a meow beat. Like you remember the uh, the little commercial? Meow meow meow. Yeah meow, yeah meow, that. Meow. They took that. <laughs> they they took that. It made it made it a song. That's and that was like 2014. Damn. So I've been following that for a long time. I've never been to. I didn't go to summer camp though. Yeah. I've never been. Had to work. It's just a little too much for me. They had the cops there. Is yeah, that's <laughs> not a thing for you. <laughs> yeah, they said they said the cops there is not. They not playing, messing around no, there. No, not at all. And I mean, even with like all the shows I've been to that you've done, you never had like any problem. You know what I'm saying? As far as like crazy fights or yeah. police having to be involved. So I don't anticipate nothing like that. I don't feel that either. That's Because the energy is always positive there, things like that. So yeah, if you do come, don't worry about, y'all ain't got to worry about getting shot <laughs> or stabbed or anything. <laughs> Don't even worry. Yeah, you got to worry about none of that. <laughs> but who are some of the acts you are excited to check out before? Because you're performing on day three. Yeah. So. Um, and yeah. I, I like. It's hard to say exactly who I'm all excited to see because I really am excited to see everybody. My timing of getting to see everybody, trying to run the event, doing this. I'm gonna try to catch at least five to ten minutes of everybody's set. Um, but it's, I don't, honestly, I'm just really excited to see everybody because it's going to be so different. And some of these people, I've only heard their music online, never seen them live. You know what I mean? Mm. Because those are the later people that contacted me. But the people that I really know, I'm going to know, I already know what to expect. So I'm more seeing like, are they going to, because a couple people was like, hey, I got some twists for you that you're going to be like, whoa. Like, so I'm really excited to see what people got playing. Mm. I really want to see some entertainment. You know, I, people... People think that it's, I'm going to go up there and rap over whatever, or I'm just going to sing, or, but I like entertainment. You know what I mean? Build something around what you got going on. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? People don't. A lot of people don't have that ability to control the crowd. So that's the coolest thing to see. And, I, and there's, a, there's a lot of artists who have that ability. It's going to be nice to see. So I'm excited to see everybody at the end of the day. Exactly. So, like, what do you feel are some of the things you could have did differently to promote the event? Um, I think, even though the event hasn't happened yet, but for, uh, well, second I mean, time around, we still have a couple. You know, we still have a few days. I, I, I have a you know just doing this this interview, doing a lot of interviews with like podcasts and uh, General Star and things like that. I wish I was able to do it a couple weeks before, but with so much going, going timing and getting everybody scheduled, you know, I can't some things you can't control. You know what I mean? So I think the promotion is great. A lot of people I've seen it, heard the name. We have. I mean, it's 54 artists. If you posted one time, people are going to see it. And yeah. if you have 50, you know, three, four or five people in your area with good followings, someone shares it, someone's creative, they're going to see it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, nowadays, people don't care about seeing a flyer in a, in a, in a, on a wall or something. They really like to see social media. So yeah. if you're strong and good at pushing your social media game, then that's like number one. Yeah, so, exactly. Unless you're Jay-Z. Yeah. You know, unless you're doing billboards. On buses and shit. Exactly, which I, you know, I, and I, you know, that's that's Jay Z money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we ain't out there yet, but yeah. So, um, does does everybody have like the same amount of set time? No, or it's kind of like individually conversation goes on. What that what you feel they deserve? Well, basically, I feel um, for me, it's like you know, I've been doing shows for a long time, and I've done a lot of big shows with bigger artists and opening up for action, it's like, okay, you know, you may not have came to see me, so if I'm up there for 40 minutes and you was like, all right, those first few songs were cool, but now I'm kind of ready to go see someone else. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like you should be able to have a strong 15 to 20 minute set, you know what I mean, and put your music out there, boom, hit them with the hits, do whatever you got to do to entertain them, boom. 
get off stage, make them want more. A lot of people don't do that. Everybody thinks they deserve 45-minute sets, hour sets, and don't even have the music for it. You know what I mean? Now, that may just be in the hip-hop genre. I can't really say for rock as much or EDM and things, but um, as a DJ, for them to really get their quality time, I have the DJs more going about 30 minutes. Um, The later acts, because of their... um, Ability to have that many fans who were wanting to see them. Yeah. I gave them an extra five minutes, ten minutes, whatever. So the later acts will be, will be a little bit longer, but majority of the acts that are not DJs are like 20 minutes or 20 okay. minutes. Okay. So, yeah. So with the DJ sets, um, do you have them like as far as they're going to have, they're going to be in the lineup or they're going to do like intermissions? Like half the people go, then the DJs? Or? They'll they'll be, it just kind of went in random orders, you know okay. what I mean? But it's it's so once they do, feel it, yeah. yeah, so wherever it filled in at. So um, there are some DJs who are at the end of the night and then no DJs, like first DJ, then uh, end the night with a DJ and it's all, you know, music in between. or But I try to keep it like one, two, three, boom, DJ. Boom, DJ. You know what I'm saying? Like, try to do it as even as I could without messing up my original idea with the survey. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I tried to do as best I could, but you know, try. It, it's hard. It's hard. Really hard, especially when you're familiar with some of the artists and you've built relationships with them. You know, the first thing they say is, "Man, come on, man. You know, we we cool. We homies. Just put me right here, bro. Or do this." You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not keep it business. It's, it's, it's business. You know what I mean? And I, and I love everybody for even being involved. And it was, you know, it was a difficult. It didn't take. It took me about, I want to say, three weeks to get all the artists. It took me oh, about that's three not weeks. bad. Yeah, it took me about three weeks to a month to get all the artists. And this is this is about. I think I started doing all of this and get everything ready around February or March. So this is about a three month process, four month process. So yeah, that ain't bad. Cause I know how difficult it was to just find 91 hip-hop artists for a top 10 list. So imagine, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Fine. I'm pretty sure you had to do a lot of uh, cutting, too. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cutting certain artists, things like that. Now, as far as you, when you were cutting artists, was it a process, like, with you, or did you have a team that y'all sat down and just listened to the music and decided? I kind of, like, the thing is, uh, it wasn't really necessarily a cut thing. It was just first come, first serve. If I liked what you were doing, I was already familiar with you, or already had put you on, and boom, you know what I mean? I reached out to certain people when people like post like, oh, this person, I'll reach out to them. And some people reached out to me, which I think at the end of the day, if you see someone having a show and you want to be involved, the easiest thing is to reach out to that person. I don't, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Some of the DM. Like, hey, I got, you know, this going on. But but the thing is that a lot of artists don't realize is like, especially maybe I really think it's like really in the hip hop at the most. Because the first thing they'll bro. do is they'll just send me a song. Like, yeah. I'm hot. Yeah. You need to have me on there. And yeah. once you say like that, I'm looking at you like, I don't think I want to work with you. That's not you how you sound, present yourself. You sound yep. too, you don't sound professional. Then he's like, hey man, I've been working hard and uh, this is a couple songs that I've been working on. I would love to be involved in what you got going on. I think it's great. You know what I mean? Give me, yeah. Make me feel like you aren't just trying to get your clout and don't care about what I got going on. You yeah. know what I mean? I can 100% it's, agree. Yeah, that's, how it, that's how it is even... When I do a top 10, they just send me a song like, I know I'm top 10. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, like, no, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, I, I ain't gonna lie. I think it's just hip hop. I really, you know I, I think, I mean, you know, as an artist, as, as a creative mind, I think we all have a little ego. You know what I'm saying? You When you create something, you put it out there and people love it, you're like, well, dang, I, that came from my mind. So you feel good and you kind of, you get that ego. But I definitely can see, um, in the hip hop, it's a little less professional from what I'm seeing because they're not understanding having managers and not understanding. You don't actually need to speak for yourself. You need someone to speak for you because it's about credibility. 
So, you know what I mean? If I, I, I can, you know, I can reach out because of like the things I've done. People are familiar with me. But if you're not familiar with me, I can't hit someone up in Cali that I've never talked to or whatever and say, hey, I'm a hot rapper. Put me on a show. Yeah. They're going to be like, you're from Illinois. You give them a what portfolio. Can you do? Exactly. Give them a resume. A EPK. That's, yeah. that's what I do when they come to interviewing out, out of the state. I give them a resume. I give them exactly what I'm doing, the type of questions I'm going to ask. Things like that. And rappers, they just give you a song, but that might not even fit the direction I'm trying to go with it. You know what I'm saying? And even, even if you do have the ego, that's when... I mean, as petty as it sounds, that's what I would like, hey, I tell 10, 15 of my friends or fans, like, hey, message him and tell him I'm dope. That'd be more better than you just saying <laughs> exactly. I'm hot because now it's like, hold on, okay, this guy got 15 different people hitting me up. Exactly. What am I missing? You know exactly. what I'm saying? I, definitely. I mean, I've had a, I had a few people contact me. And it wasn't necessarily hip hop, but it was just like random people that was listening to like, um, you know, some bluegrass and things like that. And they were like, hey, like. This band is really good. You should have them on there. And I was like, well, I got everything booked, you know, but next year I'll be looking to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now their names are in my, because my, more than one person said something to me. They didn't reach out to me. That's fine. But the, it gave me more credibility to be like, maybe I need to listen to who yeah, to them. Yeah, then you reach out to them and see exactly, exactly what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So. But I mean, I think I think Peoria should be there. Yeah, Honestly. definitely. It's in Peoria. It's Peoria-based. You know what I'm saying? So the city uh, should be out. Kiwani does a good job of bringing people out to stuff. Yeah. That's from what I've heard. I know they got a show, I think on like the 24th or something like yeah. that. But well, besides a couple, that. A couple of the artists that will be in the, um in it will be there. Jillian Wise and uh, Jay yeah. Millie. Yeah. I've been working with them for a while. We've, I've hosted a couple of shows out there with them. And they're, they're, you know what I mean? They have a good following in that small town. And it's really good to see, you know, they're kind of putting, yeah. they're probably giving life to hip hop out there. Yeah. Right. And they travel so, too. Yeah. yeah. They'll travel to Peoria. I know Bloomington well as well. Mm-hmm. I think you got Trey Blaze on there. He's been yeah. at a few different shows. Trey, yeah. As yeah. well. And then uh, the, for the Peoria artists there, you know what I'm saying? Some of the familiars. Yeah, you I've got Swagonik. You know what I mean? As far as the hip hop, you know, we got Swagonik. We got uh, Black Afron. We got Guwap Brady. You know what I mean? Some people who are D Yeah, I've never seen Guwap perform. I, I did. Uh, he, I had him. I know he was on a, he was on well, a show. He was on a show for me. Yeah, he was on a show for me. Uh, I booked earlier in the year. And then I we uh, I took him out to, uh, where did we go? Um Quincy, you know what I mean? We did a little something in Quincy, and it's just, you know, just because he, he showed love, came out, had a good time, it was real cool, you know what I'm saying? I know, I've known him for a little bit as a personal, but, yeah. like, I like to try to give people opportunities and see, you know, what what can you do? Because, you know, I'm not really, a, like, selfish that people are, you know may think, like, oh, should I be out here? He don't really mess with nobody. But it's more that I just be focused on what I have to do. But when if you can help make us together, we can make some things happen, then I'm about that. You know, I remember about us two getting it, us five, us ten. If we can make a group and make something happen, I'm with it. But yeah. it's more about let me approach you or you approach me in the proper way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I definitely if people think you're selfish, I I don't know where that can come from. Because you could really be doing all these shows and you perform. You only perform at all of them. Yeah. You know true. what I'm saying? And then you get you show letting everybody else perform at a 309 fest where this could have been you and you could have brought some out of town acts, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and then told Peoria or all the 309 just to come out and watch, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, you actually yeah. shedding light on what everybody's doing. Uh, are you going to do any, um, as far as like live streaming, anything there? I, that's the I know goal. that's, like I've looked into that, it's kind of <clears> very <throat> complicated 
to do yeah. to keep it going. Yeah, it's 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 complicated, and I, you know, um, you know, I'm gonna try to go live from Facebook type of thing, something yeah. something smooth, but it's really hard to get uh, just so much. I'm, uh, you know, I did this all. As far as kind of by myself, like the idea came from me, what I wanted to do, this is all my vision coming together, and I had great people be involved in it that I wanted to help, you know what I'm saying, as far as my manager, my music manager, Bubba Swerve, he is actually my uh, stage manager for the show as well, and then I got some photographers, you know, just media people coming out and helping, that's going to help bring the coverage of the whole event, so that's going to be a chance to get some things live, in a sense, or just like people getting their Snapchats, I think... Nowadays, live streaming is really dope, but you got you got enough people there. People are all about Snapchat. People are all about putting yeah. where I'm right here. This is where I'm at. So let me do that. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, if you do miss out on the opportunity to do live streaming, you you almost have your fans and the people that there. The customers are going to be quicker to do live stream for you as far as Snapchat and, and it's, you know what I mean. They might get live go live on Facebook just because all oh, my favorite person is performing. Yeah. So it, it's a uh, Promotion is a whole different world now. You know what I mean? Especially with social media. So it's sometimes I miss, like I said, I've missed out on a couple of things, but I think that the the supporters that are coming out are going to really shine a light on what's going on. Okay. Did you um, reach out to like acts like Montana 300 or uh, like a Passport Lewis? Some of the bigger acts that do shows all over. I did actually reach out to Passport and that was another person that was he I know how busy he is and so by the time he got back to me mm. everything was booked. So, you know, same thing with Goonies. Like I reached out to them but by the time everything came together now Montana I did not personally reach out to him. Like I you know, I wouldn't mind having him but like I think this one is really Next year, the goal is to have someone like Some of him the, involved. And, yeah, because okay, okay. I, I got a, I want to get a, a good idea of how much I need to, you know, what am I losing on the back end or winning on the back end to see what can I afford to do. You know what I mean? Being one person with no investors, I need to see where I can go with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I want to present the idea to have partners, I want to show them, like, this is what we did last year and it's just me. Imagine with you on here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. That's the that's the the biggest thing, and I and I think a Montana would have been a huge. He would have brought out a lot of people himself. Uh, there's a uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the band Steady Flow. Yeah. They they bring out huge numbers. Of Is people. that um? But that would have to be outside, and yeah. that's the goal. Yeah. For next year. Mo Washburn was on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <clears throat> they, yeah, they they do they do a little tours. Oh yeah, they. I mean, when they they usually go do the riverfront yearly. And yeah. It's pretty annually. Didn't they, they just do the riverfront like? Like a month or two ago, or something, or it was outside be, somewhere. It was outside, right? I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know that when they do shows, they bring out numbers. So, and that's a, and I, you know, I'm familiar with some of them just from just you know just working with them or whatever. So, uh, I mean, working in the music industry, I should say around here. So I've met them through that, but um, they they have a lot of talent. Montana would have been a good person to add on there. Uh, there's a, another band uh, which was someone who was mentioned to me a lot. They're called like. Way Down Wanderers. They would have been really cool to have on her. They did summer camp. You know what I mean? There okay. was there was a, a few local acts in there. And then, you know, we got the D-Webs and we got the Eddie Souls. People that I've been working with for years. You know what I mean? Um, Josiah Williams. Then I got... I think in the way I did it, I think people are... Because uh, I saw a comment. You know, I'm not really a person who's like about trolls. Like, you be trolling? Okay, I'm just going to look at you. But it kind of blew me because the guy said... Um, only like three of these people live in the three hundred nine. I was like, 
What? <laughs> like, probably, I was so confused. He probably thinks 309 is only pure. Exactly. So I was so confused. I was like, I'm, I know a lot of these artists and they live in their cities. Like, you know. Yeah. But um, I did have a couple artists who um, weren't originally from here, but they moved here and they're getting into the culture. I had a few artists who went to ISU, who went to uh, Bradley. Because in my mind, to me, it's like when I went to college, I became part of that culture that was around there. So it's like, to me, they become part of the culture. Yeah, they're here. So, they're exactly. Here. I mean, if you're here, you, you're you know here. what I'm saying? You're, exactly. part of, you're part of the fest. Exactly. It'd be different if you was you live in Cali and we called you down for yeah. the 309 Fest mm-hmm. and you ain't a headliner or and something. And there was a lot of people who contacted me that wasn't from here. It was like, oh, yeah, let me get on that, man. I was like, well, I'm trying to stick to this right now, you know. Yeah, so. I mean, this is, I think this is a perfect first year startup, foundation-based. Obviously, you probably think about doing it yearly or something like that. I mean, I look at Law Cannon, what he did with uh, College Craze. Mm. I, I interviewed him the first time he did that before his first show. Now, that's a tour. Now, they do colleges all over that's all crazy. over the Midwest. So, I think it's a good startup. You know what I'm saying? I definitely, Appreciate it. Appreciate I'm excited it. for it. Me and uh, Solo, we even talked about it a few times. <laughs> Uh, ready to see the turnout and the different. I'm more. I'm more interested in everybody besides hip hop. Honestly, even though yeah. I'm hip hop based, but you wanna I want to see. I want to see what everything else is because you don't hear, especially being in Peoria, you don't hear the other side. You know what I'm saying? We got rock bands here. We don't, and maybe they do. Maybe it's just my friends or what I see on Twitter, Instagram, and stuff. But I, we don't see that scene. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they have a cohesive scene. As far as expanding to a general fan mm-hmm. versus maybe they just an the inside thing, even like country or something, we'll never hear nobody doing anything like that. No, nah, you don't. And I mean, uh, I and I mean, you remember uh, Brandon Rice did like the Lima Palooza and yep. everything. Like uh, there, there's a couple artists from there. Um, there's a girl, her name's Heather Green. She does. She's a country singer. She's really good too. And like just bringing her out and just bringing something so different. And you, you know, you go from that country sound and you go to Something like, I don't know, you go something to like uh, Swaganique. You know what I mean? Just like, you know what I mean? Like, whoa, what a switch. But it's still cool because if you love music in general, and you're going to want to see everything. If you're more like, I just like this certain genre, then you're going to have your pick and choose moments of what you like. Uh, You know, I'm not against that. I know how it is. Um, But it does give an opportunity to give everyone to be open-minded. And you got two stages too, so you can if you ain't really feeling this act, you go, go to another one. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or you can step outside for a second. Yeah, you know. You know what I'm saying? Do the rail got food? They do. They they sell food, pizzas food. and stuff like that. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 they have pizzas and things like that. We'll be there for a while. Six we wanted, yeah, we wanted to. We was, you know, I was trying to look into some vendors for some food vendors. and things, but they mm-hmm. kind of fell through. But um, you know, overall, is it, we got a lot of. Um, a lot more things more towards uh I look really more towards the media. That was like my biggest thing. I wanted to have vendors but I didn't also want to take up too much space with the vendors, you know, with yeah. limited space. So it was a lot a lot easier to just get like, you know, a couple vendors to come out and do their thing. I got a, a vape shop coming out. You know, a lot a lot of people these days vape and things like that. So they're gonna be selling some of their little uh pieces and things like that. So that'd be cool. But overall it's it's really focused on the art of music. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be bringing some people out. I mean, I already know me and Solo going to be there, but I'm a, I'm going to hit up a lot of a lot of these rappers that I know and just tell them to come come through and just see a different side, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Everybody, a lot of people used to the club scene, you know what I'm saying? This is a different side and 
different varieties. And this it just inspires, you know, ideas to do different type, types of music or do a song. Like, I mean, just, hell, Jay-Z with Linkin Park. Like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, walk it doing EDM. Now, you may see something from an EDM artist and like, hey, I, I can rap on this I beat. I can rap on it, Let's yeah. do a song together. Now, we just growing everything. Everything's uniting. And that's the big thing I, I feel that can happen as well. I tell a lot of artists, I was like, don't be afraid to network with these people that you that you do on the show Definitely. with. And don't be and I told them like I really want everyone to try to stay for each artist. Like if you're performing on Saturday and you can come on Thursday, come watch on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know what I mean? Just really enjoy what's going on. Not just oh I'm gonna go perform and go home. You know what I mean? Really enjoy what we got going on because at the end of the day, like I said, we have 54 acts, you know what I mean, over 50 acts. So you think there's about six or seven bands with three or four members, you know what I mean? So we got over 50 people off top. Imagine if each one of them go to every set. You automatically yeah. got 50 people in front of you. That's pretty, you know what I mean? That's yeah. You know what I mean? That's pretty legit. And then have one of your friends record, record you, you know what I'm saying? That's how you build a resume and a portfolio, doing mm-hmm. shows where there's going to be a lot of people... You know, even if it's not a lot of people, it's still like it's a condensed area that's mm-hmm. gonna look like a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you do send off to get more shows. Mm-hmm. That's why I my goal really I really wanna bring um honestly I really wanna bring fifty rappers. Every day. All three days. Yeah, I wanna really I wanna bring everybody because and I wanna bring people who haven't performed before. Yeah, so they can see what's yes, going on. That's that's really the goal. Like everybody I've talked to, if you performed, obviously I want you to still come. Yeah. But I'm really going to the people I know who have never done a show, but um they do make music, they got a little following because this is I want you to get an idea of what's to come and yeah. how to network and conduct yourself mm-hmm. when talking to people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's 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 huge. Um and that's another thing I really want. A lot of artists who did contact me and say, hey, uh, which this is actually that you are bringing rappers. Um, so since we had people who drop out on Friday, I had like two bands drop out on Friday. I was like, I could go chase a few more artists and throw them on there, blah, blah, blah. But it's just the timing. I didn't really want to deal with it too much. So what I decided to do was I'm having an open mic from 7 to 8. Okay. So from 7 to 8, if you get there at 6, you can sign up. It's You know, it's only going to be enough for like maybe 12 or 13 people to do it. Not just rap, but, you know, poetry, acoustic, blah, blah. But if that's the, that's my opportunity right there for people who don't didn't get to sign up. Come do a song. Bring your friends with you. Let them see you perform. You know what I mean? Even if you bring three people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Do your thing. Whatever. But at the end of the day, uh, that, that was something that popped in my head after people started dropping. I was like, you know, that's a... Maybe throw a little different element in there, cause you don't, you know, that's you. You're coming to a festival to see, or you know, like a three day festival to look at this artist, that artist, that artist. Well, then here's a whole like twelve, fifteen artists who are gonna do one song, open mic, and then they get a chance to actually perform. So they're they're gonna showcase their stuff for me, for these other people, and be like you know, next year I should be on this. Exactly, and that's why I mean I'm going to be introducing to a few of them because I, I feel that relationship need to be there. Yeah. For a lot of people, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Certain people that are doing things for the culture, you know what I'm saying? And I know how hard it is to, you know what I'm saying, build relationships and gain that respect from everybody starting from scratch. It is hard. And for an artist, you make music, but you don't know how to talk. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But that's usually how it goes, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Or they're shy or, you know, more to their self, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I definitely feel this is an opportunity for everybody to just see how this is going to work. And then try to be on the next year and help elevate it. Because exactly. I definitely can see this going, uh, not just staying in the rail, going out to the riverfront. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Doing something there. Maybe um, 
out towards the limelight area. They may want to get involved in once they see this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, and I, and then like I said, you know, real too, I've been working with them for a while, so that's why I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and try it out here. This is the test of waters. That I want to see what this can do, and, and and you know, sometimes you don't realize how big of some of an idea you have in your hand until you see it happen. So like when Thursday hits, and I see the people starting to come in, I see how good the performers are, and just like you know, we're gonna have bumps in the road, of course. That's you have to learn from your mistakes, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna get a chance to see. How this goes, and if it goes, I know it's gonna go well. But how well will it go? Yeah. To the point where I know, like, you know what? Next year, this is gonna be here. I can get these people to be involved. I can do that. You know what I mean? So, it's testing the waters, but it's also that opportunity. Like, I mean, when has the three hundred nine ever done anything like this? You know what exactly. I mean? I they did have like something. Uh, I want to say three or four years ago, they did something at the um, at the ballpark. And it was, you know, it was decent or whatever, but it wasn't... At O'Brien Hill? Yeah, at the, where the Chiefs play. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't necessarily this, you know what I mean? It's, this is a yeah. three days, it's a whole yeah, different, like that. different feel of what's going on. Man, I so. think PR need to do something. I'll tell you off air, though, <laughs> that I want to do. Well, you know, we can talk. But, but I definitely think... We got so many different things we could do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Here, and elevating, and really... How, how um, last question is, uh, as far as the sound checks go, I know you can't do it for every single act, you know what I'm saying? So how are you worried about the qual- the sound quality or the mics messing up or anything? Because that does happen sometimes. I mean, the thing, that's another thing that's big. I could have three people performing and the mics can mess up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, technical difficulties happen, even at huge shows. You know what I mean? I've seen some of the biggest artists have technical difficulties. So it's not something that... We can control. Am I worried about it? No. Am I aware that it can happen? Yes. Mm. So I mean, I have a. We're doing like a, a nice like we have about a five hour sound check for everybody. I mean, you know, people have jo- day jobs and things like that. So I want to give everybody the opportunity to get there and get those things done. But it's weird because you know you have different genres doing different things. So everything's some different. of these people are doing live music and then some of these people are mm. just rapping on the background. Some of these people are actually literally gonna rap over their song. You know what I mean? Mm. Which isn't bad or whatever, but yeah. that's what's gonna happen. So most people stop doing that. Yeah, Most it's, people just learn to know they shit. I think that put, or put an earpiece in your head, <laughs> something like like these real rappers do out here. I think that with that, like you know, what I mean, I have a couple songs that I don't have the that version of a performance version. And that's not always your fault. Sometimes you're engineer. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that it's if I'm recording, like, and I know I want to perform this song, I'm gonna try my hardest. Like, hey, like once this is done and mastered, let me get a performance version as well. Like you know, what I mean, if you know yeah. it's hot, it's a performance ready song. You should try to do that, like, and that's just like a little tidbit. But you know, I definitely I've had a couple of artists who never performed for us. Hey, like, you know, how do I do? I did this, do that, and that that's a little another difficult thing because you got I'm trying to you know really like help each person. Like, this is what I need to do: get tickets to you to do that, 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 that. Running by myself, but then they're asking for little side things like, oh man, I kind of need assistance on how to do this or yeah. that, and like, I, and I'm not like you know, it's, it's not that I'm like, oh, like I'm not an asshole, like trying to like, not give you answers, but being so busy, it's not easy to just stop your day to help every person. You know yeah. what I mean? It's kind of like you know, if you got a million dollars, you can only give so much away without exactly. hurting yourself or taking your own time away. Exactly. You know what I mean? But I'm I'm interested to see how people who haven't performed handle if there's a technical difficulty on their set. How do they did they just keep going or they stop? You know what I'm saying? Things like that. That shows professionalism. Yeah, I'm interested to see really how everybody handles that. 
But yeah, you do got live. I didn't even I didn't even think about that aspect of like some people gonna go live mm-hmm. versus you know some people just got an MP3. It's gonna be different. Um, you know, we got. Uh, I, I I'm gonna I'm ready to see what's going on. You know, I have a um, a bass player coming to play with me for my set. So and I've done it on my tour. You know, I had a band with me and with music and it, it, but it is so many different genres and different ideas of how it needs to sound. It will be. Um, for any professional sound guy, it's not going to be too much for him. Now, if you are someone who's only done this genre or that genre, rap is yeah. easy. Rap is probably the easiest thing that you can do, you know what I mean, as far as a sound check. Because once you sound check one person, majority of the time, unless like this guy's doing no no uh, words on his uh, instrumental versus this guy doing words on his instrumental. Because I've seen people just like, you literally look, they look like they're lip singing. I think they really be lip singing. So, yeah. and it's not, you know, it's not attractive. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping, I just, I'm just hoping people don't do that. We don't, no, I mean, like I said, majority of these, especially the hip hop artists, they I've perform, seen them yeah. perform. So yeah. I know that they're, they don't do that. But, you know, you never know what could happen. I don't believe that that would happen, but you just, sometimes things happen and you get a new song and you forget a couple words or whatever, you know, like, yeah. it happens. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not perfect. I know I forgot words before just being so hype or just we just drank so much and we was just in it and I'm like, dang, yeah. I, I love this song and that's my song and I wrote it, but dang, what's the words? Like, yeah. <laughs> you just, just let the crowd you know, take over. Let the crowd take over and, and, and it's like, because I know one time I was in front of a nice crowd and I forgot one of my like nights I remember, I forgot like the other half of the verse, so I literally just went to everybody put your hand with you. like <laughs> switch the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not yeah. like I don't know, not perfect, you know whatsoever. But you know, but if you didn't know that, if you even if you knew the song, you still would have been like, oh dang, like you wouldn't have felt like he forgot his words. You would have felt yeah. like and he just like Energy, turned the crowd yeah. up. But you know, perception yeah. is different now. If you a critic, you like, but I thought he had more. Words to that, so you know what I mean. But yeah. if you just enjoying what's going on, you go, "Dang, that was cool how he switched it up like that." Like, where'd that come from? You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta be on the fly. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what are the exact days? Uh, June twenty uh-huh. second through twenty fourth. That's a Thursday through a Saturday. Uh, we're gonna be going from six p.m. to midnight, and then from midnight to two, we're gonna be having a little after party with the fans and uh, with the artists. So, and if you don't get a chance to make it to the show, you can still come to uh, to the after party for you know a discounted price and such as well. So, yeah, just don't say you you seen they set and you liked it. Yeah, don't be lying. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't lie. <laughs> and then you you know you can uh, get tickets uh, a three day pass right now up until uh, Wednesday on www.shysongwriter.com. Uh, one day passes. Uh, unfortunately, we just stopped selling them online the other day. But what you can do is contact any artist that's on the on the flyer, or contact me personally, and, and then we'll get you tickets. So. All right. Well, I mean, I'm excited. You know, me and Solo gonna be there. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying uh, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be some other people there as well. Everybody come out, have a good time. You know, and don't nobody gonna be fighting. <laughs> but man, I definitely appreciate you coming through, giving us a little insight on the 309 Fest. Oh, yes, yeah, love, man. And uh, I'll see you Thursday. I appreciate it. We out. You. God yeah. bless. Yeah.